I have a new album coming out and I'm really excited about it. And I cannot wait to share it with you in this video. This is going to be so exciting. I hope you're ready. Hello, everyone. My name is Charlie, and I do a lot of things. I'm a sci-fi fantasy writer. I also dabble a bit in music, which is what this channel is all about. And I have a new album coming out, and I just want to talk to you about it. I want to share the tracks with you, and I want to take some time, discuss where these tracks came from, what they mean to me, and why they came into being. But first, what is the album? What does it look like? I'm so glad you asked. The album is called Born in Shadows, and here is the cover. I am so excited about this album. This has been a long time coming, and for those of you who have been longtime listeners, you will be familiar with some of these tracks, but not all of them. So what is Born in Shadows, you might be asking? Born in Shadows is my origin story as a musician. It includes tracks that were previously released as singles. So if you have been following all of the singles that have come out, they have been remastered and re-released on this album. My two covers of Ghost Songs are on here, and I'm so excited to have them on an album. But there are two tracks on here that have not been available for a long time. So... I started doing music back at the turn of the millennium. Ages ago, in the before time, I started doing music. And I wish I could share more of that music with you. I need to figure out how to get it cleared so that I can. I was doing a lot of remixes, and I have a deep desire to be able to share all of that with you at some point. But right now, I don't know how to actually get those cleared for re-release and i'm concerned if i just put them up on youtube i will get copyright claimed into nothingness so those i'm not sharing but i did release an album many years ago it was called manifesto and again i am not re-releasing that album because in listening through it most of the songs i'm not entirely happy with anymore I don't feel that they represent me or my music or what I'm wanting to do. And so I decided when doing this remaster project, which is going to be the beginning of this year for me, you will see remastered releases of my previous music so that it sounds better and that it is much more pleasant to listen to. I picked two tracks from those originals. And thought to myself, yeah, these need to be on this album. These need to be here so that people can see where things started and where things came from. So without further ado, let's just get to the music, shall we? Oh, <laughs> 
So that was Motion. This is a track off of my first album, which was called Manifesto. Again, it was released about 20 years ago. And it's one of my husband's favorite songs. And that's one of the reasons it had to make it onto this album. To be quite honest, this song was inspired by a really good cup of coffee. I got up one morning, I was having a rough day, and the stars just aligned just right. And I sat down at the DAW and just started making 
music. I just put this together. I think you can feel the joy in it. I think you can feel the life in it. It really is to me something that expresses this part of me that I don't often let out. I'm not good at showing my joy and happiness in the world. So it felt really important to me to have this song here and available for y'all. And it's very different from what I do now. I don't do a lot of this kind of music anymore. You're going to see a progression over course of this album from the kind of dance music that I mostly did back in the day through to the, I don't even know what to call the genre that I do. I've been calling it alternative electronic music because I don't have a good term for it, though I will say that several music streaming services have found similar artists that each of us have given a completely different name to what this kind of music sound is, though we all sound alike. And I find that amazing, just intriguing and so interesting. The next song is called Disharmony in Accord and is again from that first album that is no longer available.
Oh, I still absolutely love that song. And this was when I first started playing around with the idea of doing dance music and what led me into doing a lot of the remix work that I did back in the early days, making a lot of just danceable music that really spoke to the heart. Because to me, music is about emotion and conveying those emotions. And when I was writing this, I was going through a lot. I'm not going to go through all of the details, but we had just moved to California, which I do not live there anymore. And I miss it like breathing. And there were a lot of changes going on in both my and my husband's life. And this song, you can feel that pull, that yin and yang, that tug of war going on between us, between everything's all right and everything is falling apart. And I got to a place with a lot of work and a lot of struggle that it's okay. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be exactly right. There's room for things to be messy. There's room for things to be hard. There's room for things to have struggle in our lives. And I learned a lot in that time period. And for me, at least when I listen to the song, there's this great nostalgia for it because this is when I had doubled down on my meditation practice. And I really felt like my music was becoming a big part of that practice. And then I stopped making music for a really long time. And that in and of itself is a very complex conversation to have. I had actually had some success with the first album and it was released under the name Project Shadow, which is the name that I still release music under today. And I got invited to go on tour with some of the big festivals that were going on at the time. And you got to remember, this is the early 2000s and I could not envision what it would be like to be a touring artist because I am an electronic musician. I have familiarity with playing keyboard. I don't really sing. I don't see myself as an entertainer in that way. And so I turned down the tours because I remember I literally told the person, what are people going to just accept somebody standing there behind a laptop, dancing around, encouraging them to dance with them? Who would do that? And that's my own lack of vision that kept me from going down that road. And I just wonder in an alternative universe, what my life would have looked like if I had gone on that tour, but life happened. A lot of things happened that caused me to just give up music for a really long time. But the itch was always there. I always noodled around on a lot of different musical instruments. I started playing around with a lot of the neo instruments that were coming out for iPad where they would generate sound and give you a key layout that was different. And you could really experiment and play around with the way that you could do music. Music was always a part of my life, but I had stopped really writing and making it for just way too long. And I got really into lo-fi music. And the more I listened to lo-fi, the more I thought to myself, I could do this. I could do this. I have the skill set to do this. I have the tools to do this. I could do lo-fi music if I wanted to. And that is where the next track 
comes from. I am a huge fan of the band Ghost, and I started thinking to myself, I wonder what it would sound like if I did lo-fi covers of Ghost songs. And I originally had no intent at all in sharing them. These were just private projects for me that I was playing around with just to see if I could do it. Did I still have the skill set that could bring this into being? And judge for yourself, because I ended up releasing the track. I had so much fun making that track and I shared it with a couple friends and I was like, I think I did music again. And luckily for me, I have a very supportive group around me and I ended up releasing a video for that on my main channel at youtube.com slash at CE Dorset. And people seemed to like it and I really liked it and I kept pushing forward I had tapped back into something inside myself that I had lost, that I hadn't really allowed myself to connect to in such a long time. And I started playing around with ideas and wondering, is it a fluke? Can I do it again? Is it possible for me to do that again? And so again, being inspired by Ghost, this band that I absolutely love, I started getting obsessed with a melody line from the song series. And I asked myself, 
deep down in my heart, could that be a lo-fi song too? And this is where the transformation in me started to happen. But we'll talk about that a little bit more after the song. did this track and I shared it around to a bunch of my friends and it's not really lo-fi anymore. It, you can see the inspiration going into it, but the more I worked on the song, the more it took on a life of its own. And this is what if I had, this is my version of Cerise. This is what it would sound like. And I was overjoyed with how it turned out. I was so excited with the way that it sounded it really sounded like me again if you compare this track to disharmony and accord you can see the through line that gets you from one track to the next you can see how this is very much me coming back into my own finding a musical voice again finding a way to really experience the joy of making music again and that really led me to the next phase in all of this. Here I am finding joy again in the making of music. Can I still do original music? These are two covers. They're using the music that was created by someone else. Can I make music? What would it sound like if I let myself just sit down and write a song? What would it sound like? And so... I let myself do that.
And that's Finding Joy. This is the first original song I had written in a really long time. I was in a bit of a dark headspace. I knew how much music could affect my own mood and asked myself, so how can we write a song that is just joy personified? That's just the celebration of everything that makes me happy and just what would joy really sound like for me and you can hear the thunder cracks and the darkness in the distance as it's trying to break through and take the joy away but the joy persisting and pushing on and keeping itself strong through the whole thing and that's what i knew i can make music again i can do that it can be homages to things that happened before it can be new music i can really maybe start doing this again. And I released Finding Joy as the first single that I had released. And if you listen to the single version, you'll notice that there are some differences, mainly in the mix for how it originally sounded and how it sounds now. I've gotten better, I think, at making the music that I want sound the way I want it to. And the new remastered version of it just is everything that I wanted the original track to be, but did not have the tools or the ability to make it that when I originally released it. And so from here, I found myself obsessing about this version of the Kyrie Eleison, which I am a devoutly spiritual person. And I started getting this version of the Kyrie Eleison going through my head and it felt like it needed something special. It needed something different. And thus I made Have Mercy, which you will notice is heavily inspired by and uses the Gregorian chant of the Kyrie Eleison as a through line throughout the whole track.
the song is my everything. It's not my favorite song that I've ever done. That's on Pride. That's Gray from Pride. And I can't wait till you get to hear the remastered version of that when that remastered album comes out. But you can check it out on the album as it is right now. And that song is definitely my life. But this felt like me. This felt like something that I wanted to do, that I wanted to put out into the world. And it is so much my heart that I really don't have the words to express how much I absolutely love it. Have Mercy is about that struggle to forgive, that struggle to have compassion, even when it's not easy, especially when it's not easy. It's a song that shows that fight within of that mercy is not just passive. It starts off passive. It has these passive moments in it, but that mercy is this active thing that we have to do. It's something you do. It is an action that sometimes requires more of us than we even knew we had available to us to offer. The next song I wrote when I started working on the Shadow Phoenix saga, which you can find as a podcast over on my main channel or wherever fine podcasts are delivered and brought to you. You can also find it over at my Substack at projectshadow.com if you just want to read it. When I started working on this world and on this setting, I was thinking a lot about classic video games and wanted to imagine for myself what would the soundtrack for that game be like? And I wrote this.
and that's Into the Dream Realm, which now that I've said it out loud, you can probably hear it in my mind. This was the start screen for the game. What would it have sounded like? How would it have developed? And I think you can imagine this kind of start screen for a video game with that press start to play, you know, that press start just blinking on there, inviting you into this magical world. And I do still find myself listening to it at times when I want to get back into that headspace to work on the story. It really fits everything that I wanted to do for it. And just, I hope that you absolutely enjoy it as much as I do. So the next track I actually did as a class assignment, I was taking a class and I was asked to do an art as meditation. And the theme that I chose was actually based off of a painting that I have a copy of in the house that was inspired by the recently discovered Los Leonardo da Vinci painting, Salvatore Mundi, except for this artist had transformed it into the Salvatrix Mundi, the feminine savior of the world. And I was obsessed with that. And so I wrote a chant in Latin for it and did not end up having the courage to sing on the track. So you'll hear a synthesized voice just singing the notes for the Salvatrix Monday chant throughout this, but it was a pure act of devotion about the questions of what does it mean to save the world? What does it mean to make change in this world? And I hope you like it.
hopefully you can hear the struggle that's in there. I really wanted this to feel like a meditation session where you start off with such high hopes and so solemn. And I'm doing my meditation. I'm doing my meditation. Distractions creep in. I'm doing my meditation. I'm doing my meditation. Distractions creep in. I, I, I'm, I'm doing my meditation. Worry, doubt, anxiety. I'm doing my meditation. That push and pull and push and pull until finally that moment of calm, that moment of peace that just breaks through at the end. And there we are just in the meditation, in the basic goodness, in the basic joy, just sitting in the flow, letting it wash over us and fill us with that peace that we're looking for, with that mindfulness that gives us life. And I tried really hard to do that with this track, and I hope that you can hear it in there. I really enjoyed doing this and it was a lot of fun to put together. The last track on the album was a collab competition that was put together by Soundtrap, where they released a sound pack and basically were like, what can you do with this? And I had been listening to a lot of Afrobeat music at the time and really thought to myself, like, this should be an Afrobeat song. So I took that and I built out this song over top of it and that's where Don't Wonder came from and I hope you enjoy it.
And that's what I ended up making. And I'm really curious what y'all think of all this. This is an album near and dear to my heart. It has two tracks that you've never heard before. Two tracks that you might not have heard before if you're only familiar with my music and not my YouTube channels. And the rest are remastered versions of the singles that have come out up to now. And that's why I named it Born in Shadow, because this is the re-debut of Project Shadow and what I'm hoping to do with this. I had a lot of fun putting this together, listening through a lot of my old music, finding which tracks I wanted to put in here. There were others that I wanted to put on here, but I didn't. And who knows, versions of them may show up in future projects. I can't say for sure, but we will see about that. And yeah, this was a lot of joy for me. So with this album, there will be two more remastered albums that will come out. There will be a remaster of Breaker of Chains and a remaster of Pride. The remaster of Pride will actually include some demo tracks that sound so different from the way the tracks actually are on the album, but are good in their own right. And so I want to throw those on there as a bonus. So I don't know if I'm going to put in the demo for each and every song that is on that album, but there's definitely a couple that are so different from the way they turned out in the final version that I really put in a very different in different ways. So I'll be sharing those as well. This album should be available wherever music is streamed. So wherever you listen to your music, you should be able to find it there. There should be a link in the description to all of those places, the uh, album link that you find there should have all of the places that the album has come out on listed on it so that you can click through to the streaming service that you prefer to use. And thank you so much for being here with me through this. I had so much fun making this, make, making this, and I have plans to do a lot more new music this year and going forward. Don't forget to check out my main channel at CE Dorset here on YouTube and my Substack over at projectshadow.com for more about everything that I'm doing. And yeah, that's it for now. Until next time, be kind to yourself, love one another, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye. Bye.